set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Hollywood Shuffle from 1987, directed by an Aquarian legend, Robert Townsend. (laughs) So guys, we are back again this month um, to do what we always do, sneak in movies and talk about them. Um, (laughs) um, So this month's theme is brought to you by Ashley. Um, Ashley, do you want to share with our listeners like how you came up with this month's thing? Um, honestly, it was just me wanting to watch this movie and trying to figure out when we were going to watch this movie. <laughs> because I feel like we suggested it before, um, and then we just didn't follow through with it. I don't even remember like what was the reason, and honestly, it doesn't matter by now. Um, but yeah, I kind of wanted to watch it um, and pair it with something... That I knew had to do with sort of like making a movie or like the behind the scenes kind of bullshit of being like black in Hollywood. And I, um, so I haven't seen, or until today I hadn't seen Hollywood Shuffle, but I did watch Dolomite is My Name, but I was kind of in a mood when I watched it, so I wasn't really watching it. (laughs) Um, I have a terrible attention span. So, um, so yeah, I kind of wanted to like give that another shot. I felt like it was going to be like a, like we haven't really tackled anything of, of like, of like this sort of subject matter. Like we talk about it obviously, um, but we haven't actually like watched a movie that talks about being like a, like a black actor or just trying to get like your movie off the ground and like what that looks like and how difficult that can be. Um, so yeah, I thought this would be like a, a good chance, a better time than any. Yes, um, I guess we, the, as you guys are experiencing, as we're living in this moment, there's a lot of stuff going everything on. Is awful. Um, everything is absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, there is no way around it. Like, so much is going on. New things are happening from day to day. Um, all of it is bad. I mean, let's just let's not discredit some of the victories, but still, I can see the bullshit creeping in, and it just makes me exhausted. <laughs> it's making yes, me exhausted. Um, but yeah, um, minus some key victories, um, yeah, shit's rough. Yeah, but before we like really get into this episode, I want to commend everyone who is out there protesting in the name of like black lives matter because they do um you guys are doing an excellent job you guys are phenomenal i love it i i love everything you do i love everyone who is donating to all the bill funds um everybody who is working toward dismantling the system as it is presenting today just thank you for all your work like everybody who is contributing. Yes, absolutely. Like everything needs to change. Everything as we know it needs to change. Yes. So 
just taking this moment to be serious for a second because we are, we're goofy. We love movies, but we live in the same world and we, it, it wouldn't be right not to address Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. So, but yeah, let's kind of like get back into it. Um, uh, So Ashley, like you said, this was like your first time ever seeing this film. Yeah. My, so this is so weird. My mom kept saying, she was like, oh, it's kind of a weird movie. And I don't really know what she meant by that. I have a feeling she was just talking about like the, the sort of like, um, like the sketch comedy aspect of it, which I like shit like that. So <laughs> earlier today, I asked her if we were, if I was adopted <laughs> and just, you know, I'm taking off more boxes. I'm like, damn, am I adopted? Because like, you don't know me at all. <laughs> Cause I love stuff like this where it's just like there's like a cut scene or whatever. I thought it was very interesting how it, how it happened. But no, you're right. This is the very first time I have seen this movie, um, which is so weird. You would think like I would have seen this by now. Yeah, I really would have thought you'd seen I this by now. We talked about this before, way 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 back when, where I was like, I didn't get you know. I wouldn't say, like, the full black experience, but, like, there's just, like, some movies I just have not seen before, um, either due to my age or just, like, just being, like, at the time, like, not really interested. But, I mean, I know who Robert Townsend is. <laughs> like, that's, like, I mean, I feel like everybody, like, in my age range or in our age range, I guess, like, knows who Robert Townsend is, definitely knows who the Wayans are. Um, and I, I know his filmography, at least by name. Um, some of these movies I haven't seen, but some of these movies I definitely like recognize. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, we all can't watch them when everybody else watches them. You know, I'm not going to, don't fault me Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all. Don't fault me. Like I was probably born watching this movie. You were in the editing. This was, oh, yes, I was born watching this film. This is one of my dad's favorite movies. So when I was younger, I would watch it a lot with him. And he used to have like a Hollywood Shuffle t-shirt. And I don't know how he got it. And then one day he gave it to me and I wore it until it was like tattered and had to I throw like it out. Like that. So like, this is a movie that's kind of special to me. Um... And looking, like, watching it over the years, I can see, like, parts of it is like, okay, so this is kind of where some of my sense of humor is formed. Like, what I think is funny, Mm -hmm. like, in terms of, like, satire and um, being able to comment on political things. Like, I, I can see that play out. And just, I'm like, okay. I get it. Thanks, parents, for not allowing me to watch age-appropriate movies sometimes. This movie is about um, an actor. His name is Bobby Taylor, played by Robert Townsend, who wrote and directed it and actually financed this movie on his own. Yeah, a lot of it. It was like $100,000. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of it on his credit card, which I was like, bitch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he made the movie, or he made the money back, I think. Yeah, um, when I, well, according to Wikipedia, the movie made about, like, five okay. million? Yeah. 
in the box yeah, office. So I'm, I'm assuming that he that was enough to cover if he didn't have to like afford, of course, pay everybody and you know all that stuff. Um, yeah, I heard or I read that he had done a couple acting jobs beforehand, and then it took him like two years to make this movie. I think mostly mm-hmm. off of financing. And like you can you can't really tell that the movie isn't shot in the same time period. Like it looks like it was made relatively around the same time. Like sometimes when movies are filmed in different part like at different points in time, you can definitely tell. Um but this looks it looks well-made. Like, it's a well-made indie movie. Yeah, I mean, it's not... Which I heard that he um, had to, like, use, like, used film for it. I don't really know, like, the validity of that. or I don't even remember where I read that. Um, which I'm also trying to figure out, like, how would that work <laughs> to use used film? Um, but, yeah, basically... Um, he did what he had to do to get the movie made, especially since this is like his first like directorial, like this is his directorial debut. So, I mean, he came out that bitch swinging, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I mean, also at the same time, it's like, I don't even know because like, I, I feel like white people are always like, oh, like this is such a commentary. But like for us, it's just like, this is just normal everyday shit. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, like this isn't actually very. I mean, for some people, maybe it might not be revolutionary. So I was reading this Roger Ebert, um, like review, which I don't even know if it was him that did it. It might have been him. Um, where it kind of says like, oh, like this is maybe the first time some of these stereotypes have been like called out, and I'm like, really? (laughs) Um, let me see. Okay, because you know what? I mean, I. I feel like everybody usually says that Roger Ebert had, like, good sense about some shit. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, he said, okay, I can quote it. It says, um, many of the stereotypes Tom's and protests against have been used in Hollywood movies in decades. He attacks them. His attacks on them will be the first time some viewers have seen the stereotypes at all. I was like, uh, Uh Are you sure, good sir? I guess since we're currently in the in a time where we're dismantling um, racism, this isn't like for Roger Ebert at at that time in March 1987 or whenever this movie came out. I think it was March 1987. Yes. Um, he assumed that's the first time someone has seen these stereotypes. But for, like you mentioned earlier, for black audiences, like, yeah, we know. That's like, so weird we know. To say because you would, I mean, he, like, Roger Ebert was, like, a really, um, like, he watched a lot of movies. I mean, that's his job to watch fucking movies. But, you know, sometimes people just do not see what we see. White people definitely don't see what we see either by choice or just by being white. I don't know. So, um, I mean, I won't hold him. He's not here to defend himself. R.I.P. <laughs> but at the same time, girl, white. <laughs> like, <laughs> because even the thing with, like, the British people, where, like, he was... <laughs> That's still a conversation now. 
<laughs> like, oh, like British actors and like playing these roles that are like super, super stereotyped. And then, or even just like now, just the amount of like British actors that play American roles, even though I don't necessarily have a problem with it most times. Um, like that's still a conversation. I feel like that's way more nu- nuanced than like what was presented here. Um, I think in this movie it was more of like, look at him. He has to. He's like a really intelligent person, or at least a really intelligent sounding person. And here he has to go and play this really, really, really dumbed down um, role. Um, shout out to his acting class. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, it's kind of weird for him to say but also like I mean are you surprised by anything anymore are we surprised by anything you guys <laughs> oh it's very like bro I you, it's hard to shock right? me it is gonna take I a mean, lot now I get shocked by stuff but like I mean, sometimes I'm just like damn can you be that just obtuse does it hurt oh lord but bobby is auditioning for a part and it's um his first movie role um and the movie kind of opens where he's practicing for the part and he's um uh, practicing with his younger brother who looks up to him and idolizes him and so they're rehearsing and um in reading for it, it's like uh how to describe Girl, it it's just like okay it's like what white people think that black people sound like because they don't understand how like the rules like the grammatical rules they just think we just talk kind of like goofy or whatever and that was like confirmed for me after beyonce dropped self-titled because some white girl, some white girl rapper. <gasps> oh, yes, anime. And she said. Kitty Pride. She goes by Kitty whatever. Pride. Kitty Pride. I remember that day. Well, whatever. She, <laughs> whatever she calls herself. She had wrote in Pitchfork. I think it was Pitchfork. It was one of those hipster news outlets that like, you know, they always get somebody white reviewing things because wasn't there that other one who was that white girl who reviewed like city girls <sighs> the range y'all don't have it y'all don't fucking have it so in this beyonce review she swore that that jay-z said eat the cake anime as in japanese animation and not eat the cake anime as in <laughs> anime <laughs> pullard as in fucking tina, fucking tina turner like girl which is Honestly, worse because he's making a reference to What's Love Got to Do With It, which oh, is yeah. a black classic right. film. Sorry, anime Bullock. I say Bullard. I was close. But yes. Um, yes, the one Tina Turner. Yes. And that's when I realized I was like, y'all don't, y'all will be hearing us, but y'all don't really know what y'all are talking about, but y'all act like y'all know. And that's how shit gets misconstrued and words we say and phrases we use. Y'all don't know. What like y'all don't know what that what what the rules are? Y'all don't have the backstory. Y'all don't have the context. When the kids nowadays, I don't know how this happened. Oh, you know what I remember? Cause there was like something with like 
what was that talking about African-American vernacular? It was, um, talking about Blue's Clues, like Blue's Clues be doing something. Or it's a cookie monster. You remember that meme? He be, he be eating cookies. cookies. And now he all, do. He do. he do be eating cookies, though. <laughs> and that's like legit. That's, that's like a legit sentence. Like, like, he be eating them down cookies, though. He be but eating see, them, though. But now he the kids do. actually go be saying, like, they really do say that now. They really, they're all like, oh, yeah, I do be doing, but y'all don't really know how that works. And you can always tell because they'll put the word in the wrong spot or something like that. And, like, you don't. You don't know what's going on. And we can tell. You think you know, and then but you the don't. The internet makes things change, like, go by, like, like words and, like, um, like phrases and, like, slang and stuff. Like, it spreads a lot farther now than it did 20, 30 years ago. Um, but, like, this isn't even slang. This is just, like, plain old. Like, we don't know what those niggers say. <laughs> so we're just good. <laughs> We're just gonna type up some stuff. I don't even know his character is supposed to be. Is he supposed to be a gang member? He's supposed to be a pimp. I think he was supposed a pimp gang. It was like a gang of pimps. And see, and the, that's what I think. And the thing about it is, is when he's saying it, I was like, I don't even know what he's saying. <laughs> it's like what are we? Tra- it's a contemporary movie, but the character is. Like, it's like a black exploitation like, yeah, movie. It's probably supposed to be something real close to like a Dolomite or something like that. Because like in the later in the movie, where he's dressed up like a pimp or whatever, he's got like this big ass afro and and all this stuff. So, um, I mean, were pimp movies still really prevalent in the eighties? I guess so. I mean, if he if he's auditioning for it, I just don't I don't know any off the top of my head um, that I can like point to like in real life. Yeah, I mean, we have. At that point in time, in the late 80s, we have moved away from that because the, like, the up-and-coming black actors were, like, if we're doing comedy, it's my boy, Eddie Murphy. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I love Eddie Murphy. I love Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I do. Um, but he is, like he's doing like the Beverly Hills cop movies. Okay, yeah. I've never seen those. And those kind of comedies. And then you have, I think you have like Denzel Washington too coming up because if it's the late eighties, the only Denzel Washington movie that I like is the mighty Quinn. And I think that came out in like <laughs> 1988 or 1989. Girl, you so <laughs> child. Um, apparently him and Robert Townsend were in the same movie um, called A Soldier's Story. Yeah. Which I have never um, I have never seen or heard of. But um, yeah, The Mighty Quinn came out in 89 and then Glory also came out in 89, which I have seen. Um. I haven't seen that <laughs> We had to watch it in school. Isn't that about the Civil War or something? Uh, probably. Girl, I mean. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the first black First all-black volunteer company um, in, like, the Union Army or whatever. Um, yeah, I remember watching that, like, in um, an eighth-grade history class. But, like, the movie, like, Bobby's 
lines are like, yeah, man, you drive turkey, motherfucker. I like, it was probably way better than what he was saying. I swear, it was like fucking like, like Mad Libs. Like, what are we, what are, what are we trying to say? Because he's like, what do you say? Like, I ain't got no weapon. I, I got no weapon. It's, it's just all bad. And he's practicing. And his grandmama is, like, outside of the bathroom. Like, the fuck's <laughs> going on in here? Oh, my God. I and, love Helen Martin. Yeah, Pearl from 227. And she's like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, she shook her head. Like, what the fuck is that? Um, But he's, like, really going over his lines. Um... And with his brother, and that's like one part mm-hmm. of the film, and it kind of like the structure of the movie is kind of weird, honestly. So maybe your mom is right in that. Yeah, aspect. there's a couple times I was like, is he going? Is this all for like one role, or is he getting multiple roles? But it turns out it's just this is all for like this is all the process for like one role. Like he goes for like the first audition, he ends up getting a call back. Um, but then he's having all these like series of like either like daydreams or like cutaway type of things that, um, all kind of deal with like a different genre of movie. Um, cause he's got like film noir and he's got, um, like a Western or like a, um, like an Indiana Jones, Chicago Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and um there was another one i mean he got like the the mandingo one which he wasn't in oh well, no he was in that one i think and then um so yeah there's like a bunch of different ones that like kind of cut away so at first i was like wait is he supposed to getting like be getting more and more famous or is he just going out for this one role but it just turns out he's going out for the one role um but like there's the like i said like a bunch of different cutaways um like in between which I think makes the I think makes it go by faster because honestly like um, an actor going up and being like I mean actors going up for roles and like auditioning auditioning is not interesting I feel like I mean enough to carry like a whole movie even though this movie is only like an hour and a half but like I feel like the extra parts in between work because I mean you wouldn't have that Mm -hmm. many rounds of of uh like callbacks and stuff i mean unless you were it was like a huge movie or whatever but um yeah it would have been like the discussion would have even been like okay we're cutting you <laughs> like and he would have to go and find another movie so um so yeah so i feel like after this like he goes to the first audition and in the first audition it's a lot of like light skin actors was it a lot of light skin it was a bunch of different actors because there were some girls too there were some girls. It was, like, all different actors. I don't even know, like, what parts. I guess it was all for the same movie, but it almost seemed like they were all auditioning for, like, <laughs> for several different movies because, of course, there was, like, a couple, like, gangbangers. But then there was some lady who was like, don't touch me. <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> but, yeah, he's in. Wait, is that the lady that was like, don't put your hand on my thigh? And then she put it in that yeah. hand. Yeah. And- yes. <laughs> And then, like, you heard little 
snippets from each conversation and she was like another conversation going on was like the director said that if i was at his house oh, at midnight yeah. then he would give That's me the role and then she was like and i was there at 11 59 i was like oh, oh no baby no. what did you do <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, oh, no, no, no. The, the Harvey Weinstein um, portion of the conversation. I was like, this is too soon. Too no, relevant, my goodness. But it's like a lot of different things going on, and like everybody's practicing. And I feel like the first people in the like audition room, they're asked to be like more latin yeah there was a she was like let's give us more like west side story because it's like her i guess it's like the casting director and maybe the director and i don't know and probably the producer were in there and uh yeah she's just talking like pretty i guess standard english for lack of better term but they're like yeah can you make it more like you know, more Latin, like, you know, we really want some, like, West Side Story things, and all of a sudden, she goes, like, full, (laughs) full Maria from the barrio, like, I was like, wait, I was like, okay, girl, was she even, like, Latin, like, was she Latina? I thought she was black, that was the other part that threw me, I was like, isn't she black, like, what are we doing? These auditions were a lot. Did, did you see the one he was like, I went to the Royal uh, Academy of Dramatic Art and blah, blah, blah. And then they ask him to read and he's like, you're the worst actor we've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> and the one girl, she was, uh, I don't even know what happened because like, I think the casting director was like on the phone during her audition. I think she got mad and she was like, I can play tough. And she like stood up and like, I was like, oh Lord, someone's going to get their ass beat. <laughs> like each round, like each, I guess we can talk about like all the auditions together. Cause they kind of like run, like, as you can see, they run together yeah. for me. Um, but like each audition for the people who are auditioning, they're asked to be more this. Um, a lot of times they're asked to be yeah. blacker. Like, can you do this, but more black? Oh, jive. How, yeah, like, how can you be more black? Like, when you say be more black, like, be. What do you mean? Muslim, be ghetto. I don't even know. This is like a whole other level, though. Like, this is beyond ghetto. (laughs) This is kind of like, like, almost like idiotic as well because like i feel like some of the jive like when you ask somebody to like be more jive like there's just a very specific black person that you're talking about that i don't even know exists <laughs> and if it does exist like it's not like somebody that you like it's not it's not a good representation or like an accurate representation i should say of like of a lot of black people <laughs> so like like what like, uh, I, I don't, I mean, I think my uncle, my uncle has told us stories about people he kind of knew that kind of talked like this, and <laughs> but it didn't seem like, I feel like in the casting world, it seemed like the predominant thing that they were looking for, which is like not accurate to like everybody's like acting experience or even like regular experience. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you come in and you read for a part, like you're the actor, right? So like you have some... Like, your job is to interpret the words on the page. So, like, they could give you, like, a little bit of that, you know? Like, give you, um, 
that responsibility or give you that autonomy to like like read the words and be like okay like this is where I think the character should go and they're like actually no just give us that jive man we don't want nothing else and I feel like so this movie was made in the 80s and sometimes when you hear actors talk about their career even now it seems like they as black actors, they've had this experience somewhere yeah, along the way. Right now, I think it's like the sassy black best friend to make it seem like no one's racist in the movie. <laughs> when, like, how, I mean, how many black girls are really like your white friend's best friend? Like, we don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> for me, it doesn't feel very accurate. Like, it's all the time, though. Like, I don't understand that. Like, maybe it's accurate for people. Like, I know I had white friends when I was younger. Um, but, like, every movie or every TV show? It's... This is very similar characters across the board. And they don't have to be. Like, you're, you're failing the actors... You're failing the You're failing characters. Because you can't write a better fucking character. Yeah. That. Like, just because you put the words on the page. And mm-hmm. this is the thing. I was, not to bring a certain man into the story, but we gonna bring him in. So this tweet I saw earlier today was talking about, oh, how could you not think Tyler Perry is talented? He puts out so many scripts. And I was like, just because you're prolific doesn't mean that what you're writing is good. <laughs> It just means that you're able I mean, to get the words on the page. But maybe those words shouldn't have been on the page. You know what? I commend him as someone who writes in quotations. Boom boom. Um I commit I like I commend him for being able to get as much work out there as he has gotten he has good out work there ethic. work ethic but them but he's retreading just because you write the same thing over and over again and put a new character's face on it or a new new hair horrible lace front on it does not mean <laughs> like it's good like i don't know he's uh, no i just i don't fuck i with mean it. neither do i but you know what that ain't my ministry it's not my ministry. And honestly, some more people should be like, this ain't our ministry either. So he could kind of take a step back and, and look at what he's putting out. But like, I feel like if you put out the same kind of stuff over and over again, like, damn, bro, like, who are you? I mean, obviously you're going to get paid, but like creatively, like, goddamn, <laughs> is this really fulfilling you creatively? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like you should, I mean, challenge I guess. Challenge yourself. You should challenge, challenge yourself. yourself. So you can challenge me so I can want to watch this shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have. Like, maybe, you know, put, put Madea on a blonde 27 piece. Even that'd be different. <laughs> he said he wasn't doing Madea no more. But that's for everybody. That's not just for Tyler Perry. That's just, like, for everybody who keeps, like, coming up with these same sort of character dynamics. Like, there's nothing interesting about that or new. Um, like, you can pick out a bunch of shows that keep doing the same thing over and over again. Like, it's not really... Like, you're not really making a splash like you think you do, like you think you are. So, I wish people would, like, 
you know, really step back and kind of like rewrite the shit that they're doing. <laughs> or really like, you know, maybe make it two black girls. <laughs> black girls be friends with each other. If you gonna put the character in there, what? If you gonna put the character in there, like why can't it be two? Black people have other Can black you friends, that shit, and bitch? you mean <laughs> you would never believe it. <laughs> I am shocked by this information. I'm, I'm a flabbergasted, honestly. But like, yeah. But I mean, I totally like gone off the plot or whatever. But like, that's just something that came up. I was like, God, we could just kind of like. If we're going to do these sort of like, oh, look, we're putting more black actors in the lead or like close to the lead or even like the supporting lead. Like, can you make it in like a different characterization than just being like the supportive friend who like talks the girl up or talks the guy up and like, you can do this. I believe in you, bitch. Like, (laughs) (laughs) there's so much more that's out there. Yeah. Like even use a different trope. You, it's so many tropes, girl. Spice it up. Flip Spice the trope. It up. Flip the trope. Like, I know, like, we're talking about, like, thousands of years of storytelling being condensed into very, very easy to understand digestible roles on film. But, like, bitch, what the hell? <laughs> and this is not even, like, I'll still watch some shit. Like, this is not, like, deterring me necessarily. But the girls are tired. We want something fresh. We want something yeah. new. I want you to blow my wig back, man. <laughs> Not <laughs> Yank that shit clear off my head. Please. Yeah. Impress us. You're right. But I feel like, too, like, I mean, we still have movies like, um, I mean, of course, we have, like, slave movies. Which I'm not opposed to necessarily. I just feel like there needs to be a better balance between what is made. Although I don't feel like really feel like we have that many slave movies as of right now, or at least that are coming out from year to year. Um, I mean, that could probably fucking change <laughs> once, oh. the movie, once the movie industry or movie industry gets going. They'll probably put out another one or whatever. But like, no. I mean. If the education system wasn't so fucking dire, I'd be like, nah, we can stop. But <laughs> y'all be thinking that slaves are indentured servants so we got to press on because y'all don't really. <laughs> no one's really speaking the truth in the education system. So uh, I would also say like, I mean, if you go on like Law and Order, you're definitely getting casted as like a gangbanger. Like that's just. Yeah, that's just that, what it is. And I don't even know if you can be an actor without having been on Law and Order at least once. Cause they always hiring. Always. Right. Everybody has gone through at least once. Yeah, sometimes twice. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Different characters. Uh huh. And you know what? This is weird. I remember Winston Duke being on there, and I've been like, "Oh no, not Winston! Don't do Winston!" And it turns out like it was a completely different role than I thought it was gonna be. It actually was. He was a football player, and I was like, no, don't do this to him. It was on SVU, too. So I was like, no, I don't want to see this. Because you know when it's a person that you kind of recognize, even though this is way before, like, Black Panther or anything else, I'm like, no, he's recognizable. Like, no, this is this is going to be some, some shit. And it actually wasn't. Like, he was actually the victim in the situation. I was like, well... This is a new trope because usually when you have a big black dude all here, he perpetrating. 
I was very pleasantly surprised, but the rest of the time, usually it's like, nah. <laughs> I think, who was on there? Um, Chadwick was on there, and he was a gangbanger with one eye. Hmm. Hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that, was, that ended up exa- almost exactly how I thought it was going to end up. But sometimes they surprise you, but most of the times they don't. Um, and what's some other ones? Um... I mean, we got the best friend. We got, um, I mean, everybody's watching The Help nowadays. I don't know what that's about. They need that to do better. Never, <laughs> that movie has never crossed my eyelids. And we're talking about, like, Hollywood Shuffle. Like, we're just freestyling about Hollywood Shuffle. But one of, like, the cutaways in, like, because Bobby is an actor who had, he works at, before we get into the the cutaways Girl. he works at winky dinky dog under the management of john Witherspoon. <laughs> and i had to mention it i have to mention it he sells winky dinky dogs which are um uh hot, hot dogs. dogs and he Extra was long hot dogs from what the look of it <laughs> this is it it's a terrible joke it's it's from the 80s, but it's referenced in a ludicrous song, which I was like, I love this song. It's very problematic. I'm just going to let you guys know that. But um, I'm about to Google it because I don't actually know what lyrics you Okay. So in the, the, the song, like in the movie, Winky Dinky Dog sells the Winky Dinky Dogs. He also sells the Winky Dinky Hoe Cake because hoes got to eat too. And in oh, Hoe yeah. by Ludacris... He says, here's some whole cake yes, for your okay. whole, whole crew. Because hoes got to eat, too. Like, you know the lyrics. I fucked it up. But y'all know. Right. So. No, yeah, I forgot. Because I thought you were talking about he referenced Winky Dinky Dogs and lyric. And I was like, I have heard a lot of ludicrous. And so, yeah, that's where, um, here's some whole cake for your whole, whole crew. So that. I remember that shit. Is where that <laughs> comes from. It comes from Hollywood Shuffle from Winky Dinky Dogs. Um, <laughs> Why was ho, like, such, like, a monumental because Sing. you are just Sing. yelling ho like and for a bunch of like no. preteens and teenagers to yell ho so freely <laughs> i had to be like in seventh or eighth grade you're just yelling ho like it's and so fucked up but just yelling it is it was a different time kids if you're listening totally different times to reference movies like this I feel like lots of times rappers reference movies a lot more than they do now. But that's where that that's where that lyric comes from. That's amazing. Now I have forgotten because I remember I he said hoes, here's some hoe cake, and I was like, excuse me. And everybody <laughs> wants some because hoes gotta eat too. Oh, oh. Iconic. Iconic. I miss uh, John Witherspoon though. Me too. I just R.I.P. Uh, bro. You know how you see some actors and you're just like, oh, yeah, like it feels so familiar. And you're like, oh. They feel like family. family. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you popping up in this one. Yay. So, RIP to the God. But like he like, Bobby daydreams a lot. Um, But at Winky Dinky Dog, he also meets like an actor from a TV show 
called? Batty Bo- I don't know the name of the TV show offhand. I'm- it was Batty... Um, oh, shit. No, there's a bat in my house, and he, he plays a character called Batty Boy. And I'm very confused by this. You know, I'm not up on the slurs. <laughs> so, like, I was like, wait. He plays Batty Boy, and his catchphrase is Batty, Batty, Batty. Um... But what is that Wait. reference to? Is that like a that's a slur, right? Is or no? Um, I feel like it probably could be listen, probably I'm, related to like there's a spook in my house. But well, at, at one point in the movie, they they went through like <laughs> five different slurs in the conversation with the news, and I was like, I ain't even I don't know if I've ever heard of these before. Be- and now you know after the whole um. Miss uh, Doja thing. I was like, I'm just learning about new slurs all over the place. <laughs> Kids, like, don't be in the racial chat showing feet, okay? She in the racial chat showing feet. What, 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 what? <laughs> Noriega needs to put that out as a song. I don't know it. when. It's not too late. Um, Yeah, because you know some people were like, oh, you didn't know that was a slur? I knew that was a slur because bubble. And I was like, some of us don't keep up, you know? Like, I don't really... My mental fortitude isn't that strong to be keeping up with all the new hot slurs coming off of 4chan and Reddit and all that other stuff. Like, Yeah, I don't... I'm trying to keep it real cute and peaceful over here. I don't need to know. Like, one I time... You calling me. I accidentally stumbled across, like, a very, very right-wing <laughs> website full of slurs. Cause you have me, you have me on it, bitch. Like in relation to some something, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, have you? It was so, it was so offensive. It was so offensive, and I can't was believe it this thing. Was it this uh, the website that you showed me? Yes, it was you so offensive that I can't I believe like- someone believes this, and I can't believe someone would write this stuff about a person. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what the fuck? People, this is someone's belief system? Like, this is someone's belief system. And that's what makes the whole Doja Cat thing a little, not a little, that would, it makes it fucking terrible. That whole like, thing is really weird. Girl. By the end of it, I was just kind of like, I don't even know what's real and what's not, not real and what was said and what wasn't said. And I was like, this is, this is too much. I'm going to step back. And then by that time, shit had exploded. So <laughs> I know somebody typed up there like, oh, no, Doja, we ain't forgot about you yet. Hold on, girl. But like, I know after a and while, I was just like, no, this is getting ridiculous. So I'm just going to like not pay attention. Anymore. I realized I said I stumbled across and I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I am not in any racial chats showing no motherfucking feet. OK, Please, no, no. So. Just let me clarify. I'm about to say, you know, not that. Ones like, this nigga showing feet. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that to be a legacy, girl. <laughs> no, we not in the racial chats, not showing feet. So, the, you know, I don't even know what the best part of that tweet is. Is it the racial chats or is it showing feet? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be the showing feet part. I'm sorry. <laughs> She had racial chats. I don't even know what it is. It's not even like, oh, she's in like, <laughs> it's racial chats. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, no. we got we to grab joy where we can get it. But like, 
god, what the fuck? Like, what is happening? Oh god, man. Nori for like the motherfucking like tweet of the year. <laughs> Cause it just sounded like him. Like I could hear that in a song. <laughs> And who, I don't know who said it had sh- this nigga eating beans energy, but that tweeter, that you captured is, it. You captured that's it. That's me and Ashley's favorite tweet of all time. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you for your work. Said this nigga's eating be- Why would you be eating beans in a the movie theater, bruh? That's your own fault. They caught you slipping. Thank you. That one and the one is that they call me mayonnaise boy. I was like, y'all gotta <laughs> get the hell on. <laughs> But yeah, so the baddie boy, I was, he like lives with this white family. That's the whole character. He's like a, a, a black bat, like an actual bat who lives with this white family. And that's supposed to be the whole premise of it. I don't really know if he kind of has like a, he does kind of talk kind of weird too. Like a weird white people assumption of what slang is. Um, let I me- can't remember. I feel like I know what it is making fun of, and I hope I'm wrong. Is it? What is it? Is it? Is it? What was this? I hope. Oh, bro. What I think is it's kind of. I'm trying to think now too. Is it? Um. I think it might be commenting on like different strokes. That's what I was gonna say, and I could not get it. I could not find the words. Um. Yeah. If it is, good lord. <laughs> Because I was trying to think of, like, what other show has, like, a young black teenager or young black person living with a white family, and that's the only one I could think of. Because, you know, there's, what you talking about, Willis? Mm. Um, so, yeah. that mm-hmm. could be a, a thing. Um, yes. That was a pop, and that was supposed to be, like, a, um, the most popular show in America, that's what they bill it as. And I think Different Strokes was extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that could be yeah. pot, like, commenting on that particular show because it is Batty Boy, oh, there's a bat in my house, is, like, a family sitcom from, like, the PQC of the show. That's what it looks mm-hmm. like. It looks like, I was gonna say, it looks like Alf. It does kind of remind me of Alf. Just kind of this weird thing. <laughs> like, I mean, he's got this weird, like, hat that looks like kind of like bat ears or whatever. It's very ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah, he's the guy. I For some reason, I thought this actor was, like, super, um, like, somebody I knew. But I don't think I recognize this person. I feel like he might have popped up in, like, um... Another one of well, he's his kids apparently works somewhere. Like, his name is Brad Sanders. He's got a pretty long list. He was in Brewster's Millions. He was in um, a bunch of the, some TV series called Tequila and Bonetti. Oh, he was just a bar. He was just a random voice in Baby's Kids. Um, yeah, he just kind of, he seems like he has kind of like bit parts and stuff, but he was in Just Mercy mm. last year and Bad Boys for Life. Okay. Um, yeah, so 
Um, but yeah, for some reason I thought, why did he, I don't know why the first thing I thought of was like, is that, um, is that Wesley Snipes? And I have no idea why I thought Wesley Snipes. I've also been, let me just, let me just preface everything I'm saying. I should have said this at the beginning of the episode. I am very sleep deprived. <laughs> so like, I watched this movie like half delirious. But for some reason I was like, that's not Wesley Snipes. Who is that? And they don't even look the same. I don't know why my brain went Wesley Snipes, but. <laughs> I was like, who the hell is that? But um, yeah, what, they were so hyped to like serve him, but then like he was an asshole. Yeah. And also he said something really interesting. Um, well, first he said that if your character doesn't die in the movie, then it's a good part, which I guess is for like for black people because um, because we always be dying in movies. Um and then also he said that really, like, the whole thing about acting isn't really acting. It's about, like, the money and, the, of course, like, sequels and stuff. And I was like, oh, that makes me sad. Because you can always tell when somebody's making a, um, I got to pay this rent money or movie. Like Wesley Snipes? You know, what has Wesley been doing? I mean, besides Dolomite is my name. What's he been doing? He was making that, them rent movies for a minute. He was. When did he uh-huh. get in prison? Um, like he was, Orlando. he was, he was making them movies for for a little bit. Well, he was been in a bunch of, I guess, oh, like direct video type of things. Um, he's in Chirac. I didn't know that. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know he was in What We Do in the Shadows. Yes. He's actually he played, about to be in a bunch of movies. Played. He did play himself, didn't he? He, he played a character wait. called Wesley. Yeah, but it, it was kind of like Blade. <laughs> ah, I mean, that's great. That's, that's exactly who you should. Everybody forgets about Blade when they talk about vampires and stuff like that and like Marvel characters, but um, yeah, I mean, he's in a bunch of stuff, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Lord, I don't know why I thought that was him. I honestly have no idea why. I probably will go back and watch it again and be like, shit, what's wrong with you? But, um, yeah, I felt bad for, like, everybody. Because, like, you want to make movies that are good? Like, I feel like, like, yes, secure the bag. But then, like, also, like, can you make that shit good? Can everybody just make that shit good? (laughs) Uh, I mean... I mean, a bunch of times in this movie, it's like, oh, it's a job, so you need to take it. But then, like, I just be feeling bad. So I, I don't know. I, I want good movies, but I also like bad movies. Yeah, you like trash. (laughs) I do. So I'm a little torn on this issue. Like, not every, not everything has to be ort. But it don't have to be ort, but then I feel like we're so like sequestered into not making ort that I would like more of us to be making ort. So, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but also, like in general, I want everybody to make better movies. Like, please, please, (laughs) I'm begging, (laughs) but you can always tell too. I mean, yeah. It makes me sad. 
It's like people who get into like rapping or whatever to make money, and you can obviously tell because the songs be trash. Mm-hmm. And then and sometimes like, they admit it, and then you're like, like oh, I don't give a okay. fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, we can tell shit. We ain't heard you. You had that one album out that one year. And he was like, oh, all right. Okay, girl. Okay. I mean, you bought a house with that money. Congratulations. Mm. Then y'all just be clogging up the feed. Make way, you know, move out the way for somebody who really wants to make some cool. Please. Mm. That, I mean, that's how I feel. Because, like, you can always tell when people don't have their heart into it and they're only in there for the money because then it's like, this shit be terrible. Like, I think that was like a lot of performers. I'm like, damn, I know the check was great, but could you act like you want to be here? <laughs> Your fans deserve better. They do. You know, because, you know, like, I'll co- like this is what I was thinking of was like Coachella and stuff. And I would just be kind of like, oh, I forgot my lyrics to my song. Ooh, oh, well. bitch. We just vibing. I'm like, I didn't pay $200 to hear you vibe, bitch. <laughs> I came to see a performance. I want some, like, you know, but that's me too. I'm like, I like stuff that's like, I like watching things that I feel like, like, are not necessarily always relatable. Like, I like stuff that feels like, damn, I could never do that in my entire life. And I'm obsessed with it because it's like, like, damn, bitch, you from another planet almost. Like, that kind of stuff. But, I mean, hey, (laughs) everybody is, is, you know, Drag around money bags, I guess. So good for them. Mm. <laughs> um, but like, did let's. About, um, did we talk about um Keenan? Oh, Keenan Ivory Wayans, who helped co-write this movie. He's also, also um a winky dinky dog employee. <laughs> yes. So he is back there hanging out with um. Was that man? I was about to call that man Tiny, but I don't think I that's. I don't remember who that dude is. But they have another coworker that they make fun of. Wait, 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 no, his name is Tiny. Oh, okay, so Tiny. <laughs> um, but, like, they kind of just, like, mess around at the Winky Dinky Dog. Um, and Keenan plays different characters in, like, the fantasies as well. And we didn't mention her. And this is kind of an issue for the movie a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But Anne-Marie Johnson is in this film and she plays um yeah she plays his uh, bobby's girlfriend um but there isn't really a lot of substantial roles for women in this movie because the film is about bobby's audition and like the women kind of like sideline their Mm sideline even though he is raised by two women he's raised by his mom his mom and his grandmother they don't have substantial roles yeah, the only thing I I could see was like a commentary was when they were doing the black actor school and there was like the, um, I guess it was like the light skin actress and then like sort of like the darker skin actress. Oh, Lord Jesus. With the Mandang, the Man, Mandingo one. And then he left them both with his wife. <laughs> well, it was like what? Like the, like escaped um, like slave owner's wife or whatever. And she's like, oh, man, dingo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> because at first it was just him and the light skinned actress, 
which is like Anne Marie, but she's playing like an, an actress in this like daydream or whatever. And I was like, okay. And then I kind of looked down. I looked up and I was like, oh, there's another girl. And I was like, okay, wait, 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 what's going on? <laughs> and then I like kind of, uh, it kept going. And all of a sudden here comes this like, you know, Miss um, Daughter of Confederacy <laughs> popped up. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then they're like, let's go. And he fucking leaves them behind. And I had to like go and catch up with them. And I was like, oop, mm-hmm. I see what's going on here. <laughs> And I don't remember any of the dialogue between them, but aside from that, in like a couple of the auditions, originally they don't really go into anything else um, about like you know the stereotypes and stuff like that. Yeah, or yeah, um, they yeah they don't get into yeah they don't get into like the things like the help, um, oh. or the like the mammy roles that are really um, stereotypical. Um, But then again, this movie was written and directed by two men. So you kind of would kind of get why that might be overlooked. And you also could get why this movie, which knocks off a ton of points for me, looking back on it, like as an adult, um, is it is homophobic like it has a lot of issues with um gay men like a lot of issues the only thing i remember was when he went to the to the to the hair salon where his girlfriend works and he's got like she's got like a um like a gay co-worker at least like a flamboyant co-worker and he kind of does like a kind of like bye kind of thing to him or whatever. That's what yeah. I remember. I don't remember any other. And um, then they drop like the F word later on in the did? movie. Yeah. I was, girl, listen, I'm half dead out here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm, it's like, oh, yeah. All right, uh, girl. It took us right back down to earth. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I do not remember that. Right. Right. And so I was like, all right. And that, right. of course, that's, a, this is one thing, like, this is the one thing I hate. You got to be like, that's a byproduct of movies being made in the 80s. Not only in the 80s, but like straight men, straight black men. They can never talk about the whole spectrum. I mean, we're doing that right now with everything. You just see the conversations that are happening on Twitter. Um, like, all I mean, good girl. <laughs> it's always like black liberation, but then like not for you. <laughs> and so, you can't ask people to separate their identity in that way. Like, that's it's I don't, fucked this, up. Is what it is. It yeah, is fucked up. It's just fucked up, and it just shows that y'all don't have everybody in mind when you talk about. Um, more equality for people or at least calling situations out um, in that way. And obviously he probably doesn't have the range to talk about that. Like, honestly, like I've already talked about how certain people just do not have the range, but also you, like, you don't have to do that either. Like you don't have to be homophobic in your movie either. And of course we always talk about it's the eighties, but like, I mean, not much has changed now 
So, you know, call yeah. that shit out. Yeah, like, I'm okay. You still, for certain people, you still want to oppress somebody. Like, if you're yeah. cis, there's you still want to oppress somebody else, and that's unnecessary. Yeah. Nobody's really gotten it that, like, you don't just replace the power structures, like, the current power structures with black people and everything will be solved. That's not how this works because it's not benefiting anybody still. It's just, like, a figurehead. Like, you just could, like, oh, well, like, maybe if we just put more black people here in this position, you know, hire more black, (laughs) hire more black cops. (laughs) <laughs> and then everything will be solved and it's like it's not like people they still beat me. your ass what they they still they actually might be worse <laughs> and so um yeah like i feel like some people are, are not making that leap still which is upsetting um but like you you don't leave people behind like you don't have undesirables or whatever the fuck like you we take everybody everybody eating yes for so, um, sure. Yeah, but I know this is like a, a definite like hallmark of a lot of 80s comedies. Mhm. Um, and it wasn't even funny. <laughs> no. It wasn't even funny. And it's surprising like I I also went back a couple weeks ago and watched Can't Hardly Wait and it was a moment in there and that. It was that in there and I was like, "What?" Bitch, it went really? to 1990. Well, I, yeah, I was like, what? And I was I like, okay. I was like, that's right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I've girl. seen it before. I don't remember that part either. I just remember the part where like um, one of them says nigga. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's that too. Oh yeah. Late nineties. Yeah. Right? <laughs> We've been watched a lot of white people saying nigga in late nineties comedies. Ashley. That's literally like a joke in like scary movie. With Jamie King. Not Jamie King. Is that Jamie King? What's her name? The blonde lady? Jamie. Jamie King. Yeah. Okay. Because there's like two Jamie Kings. Girl, I don't know. Jamie Kennedy. No. No. Wait. It's Jamie King, the model lady. And Jamie Kennedy, B-Rad G from the boot. (laughs) I'm upset. Be Brad G from the boo. Brad, <laughs> you know Plutman what I'm talking about, right? From the boo. What? Are not scary movie. Not scary movies. My bad. Sorry. Um, Malibu's uh, Muscle. Not a uh, teen movie. That's who I'm talking about. Okay. Home girl from there. Whatever her name is. Yeah. Jane okay. Presley. Okay. Okay. You know. You. you yeah. I okay. Reaching, I was reaching in the right way. I got way. you. I think. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that was, like, a thing. I can't remember some of the stuff and can't hardly wait. But it's been a minute since I've watched that. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to point out, Keenan, um, the whole entire Wayne's family, like, that first little onset of, of the all the brothers, mm-hmm. beautiful, talented, mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Sean and Marlon, you made my entire childhood. <laughs> Wait, did everybody switch off between having crushes on Sean then Marlon? <laughs> Why did everybody suddenly just realize that Marlon Sean, was good looking? Then Marlon, then back to Sean, then Marlon. Back, 
watching so the Wayans Brothers. I finally realized that that was like a thing on Twitter like not too long ago. Was everybody was like, we need to talk about Marlon Wayans. And I was like, late? <laughs> late? He's just yeah. like a little, I think it's just because he's like a little bit like goofier looking because he used to come up there with his hair all picked out and stuff like that. Um, Whatever season he got, um, like the fade, that was a good one. You know, usually when they have like a good haircut, just change your whole perspective on things. <laughs> I don't really know what this whole little like mini mohawk he's got going on right now. That's not for me. But like, um, yeah, I was just sitting back and I was like, damn, they've been in a lot of stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's my I- family just be cranking out shit. I follow several weigh-ins on Instagram. Okay. Good for you to admit that. <laughs> Many generations. I'm looking at this picture of him right now, and I'm like, you know what? If he had cut his hair, like, it would have been a done deal in this picture. I think, Me. like, Sean kind of looks like a, maybe more of, like, a typical. He looks like he played football. I would not be surprised if he did. I think he did, didn't he? I don't remember. I don't know. How we do um, derail yeah. to talk about Wayans. <laughs> well, no, because they're in this. Cause, um, and give props to said, Kim. Give props to Kim. But also give some props to Kim. Let's give some props to David Wayans Jr. Okay, let's give some to David Wayans Jr. Okay, look how you just like skirt skirt in there. Yes, Kim Wayans too. Like they're all kind of are really, I don't know. Like you don't. I feel like there's not really many, like, black families that are all actors and actresses and comedians and stuff. Like, no, not like that. Like, yeah, like, this is like, you know, you hear about like, um, like, like film family dynasties or whatever. Like, you hear about the Barrymores and like, um, whatever Angelina and them got going on over there and like the Coppola's, but like, you don't really hear about like, black families that like all act and are good at it or like successful at it and have like multiple good um or at least like popular movies <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking about white chicks and i was like let's let's, let's keep it cute <laughs> white chicks is a classic i'm sorry <laughs> like tell me why you want to talk about mothers I was watching some like it hot the other day and I was like, bitch, is this not white chicks? <laughs> but like 60, 70 years ago. <laughs> you want to talk about mothers. There's even like a guy in the movie. You remember how Terry Crews was like the guy who just wouldn't take no for an answer. And he was like, listen, bro, <laughs> leave me alone. And he was like, you know, flicking his tongue in the oysters and stuff. There was a guy like that. And so like it hot <laughs> was like, I we we're getting married. Like I don't give a fuck. Everybody's <laughs> like, you can't get married. And he's like, sorry. And he's like, I'm a man. <laughs> he was like, well, you know, we 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 all aren't flawless. <laughs> like, some of us just have our flaws. <laughs> Lord, but um, yeah, no. I just was. I just remembered that because I was like, this is so long ago, and like I didn't even realize Keenan was like in his sixties. Wow. Yeah, Keenan's in his 60s. Sean's about to be 50. Marlon's going to be 50 soon. Like, Damon's in his 60s as well. Like, that's, or he's in almost 60. He's going to be 60 this year. Like, that's crazy to me. 
But anyway, I mean, we've probably strayed so far. <laughs> we um, were talking about the bat, and um, we talked about yeah, the black t- acting school, which was the Mandingo I love segment. That one. I actually love that one when he popped. He's like, "Hi, my name is Bobby Taylor, <laughs> and I'm an actor." <laughs> I was like, "Bitch, wait, wait a minute." Because <laughs> at first he even played, was he like a butler? But it was so yeah. weird because he was a butler, but he was he was out in the middle of, in the wilderness with all of them <laughs> escaping from wherever the hell. In the plantation. Yeah, was that not fucking Samuel uh, Jackson in Django? <laughs> God bless. Well, no, he escaped. So I guess <laughs> Samuel Jackson's character did not escape. <laughs> He stayed. He definitely stayed behind at the Candy Ranch or the Candyland. Yes, Candyland, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Quentin, you fucking crazy agent of chaos. Oh lord. Um, <laughs> but that was like one of the like fantasies of black acting school, where he teaches yeah. these stereotypes to black actors. <laughs> How you dance, how you walk like a black person, that's the part that got me. <laughs> like the pimp lean or whatever, that limp. He's like, no, 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 more like this. Yeah, and it was always like the white people were telling him, like, no, 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 no. I need you to sound more like this. <laughs> like, oh no. Um, and there was also, because we could talk about like the little fantasies, there's my favorite. Um, okay, yeah, what's your favorite? Was sneak favorite. it into the movies, which is basically oh. Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies, um, yeah. where they sneak into movies and they yes. talk about them. Um, Absolutely. What was the thing from um, Mad TV that they did? Or not Mad TV, In Living Color? Um, they ended up doing... Oh, wait. Which is probably I forgot. problematic as fuck now, but like, what yes, was, what was that sketch called? I forgot the name of it, but it's like three the snaps. Yeah, they rate the movie hated based it. on snaps and hated yes. it. Um, yes. but they rate I mean, we, like classical movies. Like mm-hmm. they snuck into like um one movie that was like Amadeus, basically, like Amadeus it meets was Amadeus. They said, we don't like that classical shit, which I thought was hilarious because I literally, in the last episode, just said that I wanted to watch Amadeus. <laughs> and I was like, dang. I was like, would I have given Amadeus and Meet Slurry two thumbs down? I was like, I don't know. Maybe. And then they... Oh, okay. um, it was called Men on Films. Okay. Oh, and, and Living Color? Yes, Men on Films. And it was... Um, I forget who this is. It's Damon and, and um, oh God. Day, um, David Allen Greer. Yes, names were escaping me. Yes, another um, another pillar in <laughs> black male black. actors and comedians. <laughs> black comedy. Black comedy. Black actor, bitch. <laughs> then that always trips you up too when you hear like you see uh, like an actor who ends up being from the UK and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hello, I'm a black actor. Speaking of, and this is actually not a black actor, but the guy from Insecure, the Asian guy, um, 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 what the fuck is his name too? I'm having uh, Alexander Hodge. 
Yes, Alexander Hodge. I know his his actor name. I do not remember his character's name. Y'all know who I'm talking about. He's uh-huh. from Australia. <laughs> and I was like, wait. Oh, uh, what? What? Uh, ah! <laughs> okay, please, Ashley, stop. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. And because I think somebody, I guess in that episode with him and Molly, um, he, like, people thought he was British. He's a good day, mate. Yeah, but he is from, um, he's, I guess, the Southern British. I don't know. (laughs) No, that's not right. Don't, don't get me. Please don't get me UK Twitter. Um, yeah, he is on, um, yeah, he's from Australia. He's from, I don't know if they have where he's from in Australia, but, um, oh, Andrew. Why can't I remember Andrew? Uh. I really just be calling him Alexander. (laughs) I know his, I definitely know him, like, his name better than his actual thing. But, yeah, that always trips me up when, like, there's always, like, a thing. Which I don't know if that was such a, a big thing back then of, like, there's, like, so many, so many um, British actors that play, like, American parts. I feel like that's only become, like, an issue more recently, mainly because of certain views held by certain actresses. Mm. We're not going to get into them. Listen, I I I had hopes <laughs> and I was disappointed. So I'm going to hold that grudge for as long as I can. And it's going to be a long time. I got a good grip. Mm. So that grudge ain't going nowhere <laughs> anytime soon. But yeah, that just kind of threw me off that <laughs> He was like, I think it's too, it's supposed to basically sound like he was like more educated than what his part um, required him to be, but, um, and possibly like a stage actor. And of course you come to America and you got, the, they got you being like the, the house Negro, the waiter, mm. the butler. Um, but yeah, tell me your, oh yeah, you said the, the, um, the sneaking in the movies. I really like the, I like this only because of all the parodies. And it had like Chicago Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh my God. And Dirty Larry and the Attack of the Street Pimps. Okay. And they didn't like Dirty Larry because they said it was unrealistic because he said he would have got shot. (laughs) (laughs) They would have got shot. And I was like, oh Lord, it's too much. It's too relevant. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) I love it, but I hate it. I mean, true, uh, true, 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 true. He was true, negotiating true. with them. He was negotiating with them and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they enjoyed Attack of the Street Pimps. Yes, they said it was. It was like it's full of stereotypes, but we love it because <laughs> it's so realistic and the direction. <laughs> I'm sure that's supposed to be like another like parody of some critic. I believe it might be Cisco and Ebert. Well, <laughs> yeah, at the movies. Oh yeah, I wasn't that. Which channel that used to come on? Didn't they used for, to come on a lot. Yeah, for me, it used to come on like maybe ABC or something. I don't remember. I can't remember. And then the other parody they had was something 
like it was a film noir with a character uh, that was, called that was the character he said he wanted to play. Um, what Sam Spade? Which? Oh God! Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna get whiplash for talking about this movie. I'm gonna get whiplash. <laughs> um, it's him girl the character name which is based on like another like it is an actual character like it is an actual character called sam ace because i looked it up so it is another film noir character called sam ace but bruh sam spade bruh sam spade sam spade i can't just i just i can't (laughs) um yeah, what was it called? The 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 um it was like the the something breakdancer. Um the death of the breakdancer. Yes. Or something and, like that. When he when he was out there doing that <laughs> breakdancing and spinning on the floor. I was like, oh god. <laughs> yes, death of a breakdancer. And he's like trying to solve this like Mr. Late this death of a breakdancer. So he tried right. to like infiltrate like a breakdancing class where Keenan Ivory Waynes is the um teacher or like leader of like a I don't wanna say like a breakdancing cult, but kinda like a breakdancing yeah. like squad, basically. All I just remember is that 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 um that Jerry Curl was dripping. Mm-hmm. And every time you talk, dripping. he would spray a little bit and then shake it. Be like, yeah, hey, man. <laughs> How did anybody get anything done with like all that Jerry Curl juice? I mean, if you if you wanted your curl to be juicy and luxurious, you would dedicate time to it. Like, I mean, I don't, I, I don't doubt that. However, your clothes, like, <laughs> what do you do with your clothes? You gotta wear a tarp. <laughs> This is why everybody got plastic on their furniture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my God, my um, my great aunt had plastic on her furniture until like the day she died. Yeah, but I don't even know like the whole thing had it, so I can't even remember if it was just like was she supposed to take it off and she just didn't. Um, it wasn't like she laid it on there; like it was like actually like on each cushion. <laughs> you get those things custom made. Oh, so she said, like, please, I don't want That's these, a custom job, shit. bro. I, we got a pool. We don't want these kids coming in here dripping wet. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. That shit was so uncomfortable in the summer. <laughs> Ooh, when it's hot and your legs get stuck to it. I absolutely got stuck to that shit because they would just be talking and talking and talking and, like, her, all her kids were grown. So, like, it wasn't a place where I was like, yeah, I'll totally come in and, like, have fun. Only thing I could, the only thing about the that was funny about the house was the pool. I couldn't go over there, with, like no adult supervision. So I was like, I'm just stuck here while they're talking about church, mm. <laughs> melting literally into the fibers and or into the plastic of the sofa. Um, yeah, he. I love too how he has all these dreams of, um, like he wants to play like the black version of Rambo, which is Rambo. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very fine. Also, he said, like, he had talked to his barber, right? Because I think his barber had, had 
he was a singer, but then he got like a real job and um, he like regretted it. So he was telling him like, you know, go after what you want to go after. Um, he's like, you could even be like black Superman. And I was like, oh, this is before we had so many superhero movies, even though I don't think we'll ever get a black Superman. But like, there's so many superhero movies. <laughs> Oh, like this is progress, but also like, God, really? <laughs> I've had my fill. Hmm. A different time. I know, right? I mean, the only superhero movies they were really making were like, they hadn't even made Batman yet. I think the only superhero movies they were making were like Superman. Mm-hmm. Like umpteen Superman movies. Mm-hmm. So... A definitely a different world because, bitch, I can't even keep fucking track. <clears throat> we done got into, like, the deep cuts now. <laughs> like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, yeah. Um, and he also dreams of winning an Oscar. Which? His fifth Oscar. I was like, who got a fifth Oscar? Does it, how many Oscars does Zenzel have? I think he has two. Well, I'm going to double check, of course. He's been nominated a bunch of times, so he's won twice. He's won for Best Actor for Training Day, and he's won Best Supporting Actor for Glory. But he's been nominated, like, a bunch of fucking times. Um, mm. Mostly for Best Actor, but also for, like, Best Picture. Mm. And Best Supporting Actor. So he's been nominated, if you count wins and nominations, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. That's a lot of nominations. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, because he got net best actor or nominated for best actor for Fences, which is a movie I still have not seen. Neither have I. He didn't win for Malcolm X. That's crazy. Who won over him? You know, I don't have time to go over the crimes of the Academy Awards. Hmm. Academy Awards posted Black Lives Matter, but you can't even nominate motherfuckers. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> um, time I saw one, I was like, you can stop right there. <laughs> you can just stop right there, bitch. They know. Oh, we didn't talk about the Eddie Murphy thing. The Eddie Murphy um, dream. So, like, that but- sent me to hell. <laughs> That was funny. So like, so when oh, he was auditioning for the role, they kept saying, we want, you know, like an Eddie Murphy type. We want like a really black, like Eddie Murphy type. Like, you know, you know what it is. You know what it is. So um, everybody in the waiting room, including like some of the actors that were there before auditioning were dressed like Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. But it was like, and first of all, it was the jacket, which I don't think Raw had come out yet, though. I think he not yet after. But mm-hmm. like, was that a jacket? Because I've never seen Raw. I feel like I have waited too long to actually have ever seen it. So we just mumbled past over that. You've However, never seen Raw? I have never seen Raw. Or Delirious? Or what? You've, you've never seen Delirious? I don't think so. There's actually a lot of Eddie Murphy movies I have not seen. Have you Let seen like you. Boomerang? Have you seen Come to Have I you seen, seen Boomerang? Harlem Nights? Seen 
I've seen Coming to America. I'm trying to remember if I've seen Harlem Nights, which means I probably have not seen. Harlem oh, you have? You shot me in my pinky toe, you motherfucker. <laughs> I do know that scene, though. Oh, <laughs> But I've never, yeah, I've never seen. Wait, I feel like I have seen. No, I feel like I have seen Harlem Nights. You know what the problem is? A lot of times I'll be putting on movies on stuff and I just like do not really be absorbing it. I gotta be, I feel like right now, like lately, I need to be like in the right space to watch a movie. I have seen it because I remember with like Jasmine Guy, I have seen Harlem Nights. Okay. Now, do I remember anything I saw? No. But, (laughs) but... Um, yeah, I've, I've seen, okay, I feel like I had to prove myself to Brittany because she's going to stop being my friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Coming to America, Harlem Nights, Boomerang, Vampire Brooklyn. I have okay. seen the Professor, obviously. Of course, Dr. Little, of course, Mulan. Um, I didn't know he was in Bowfinger, but I have seen that movie. Um, he was Bowfinger and Bowfinger. That was a long time ago that I saw that, so don't hold it against me, Please. <laughs> Um, of course, all these other movies that you know he's been doing. I've seen Dream Girls, seen Dolomite is my name. I just don't feel like I've seen like the formative Eddie Murphy stuff. I'm so sorry, Brittany. Do not cast it's me. Okay. Out. It's okay. No, it's she's okay. already planning on casting me out of her friendship circle. I can hear it. It's in her fine. Voice. It's okay. You know, <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Well, I guess. One day I will watch it, but I've never, I've never seen Raw. But um, yeah, it's like the jacket. I know, like I know, visually, Eddie Murphy Raw. I don't know all the jokes in Eddie Murphy Raw. Um, they do not age well. Um, I, I that's also why I haven't watched it because I'm like I don't. I mean, by this time now, like, let me not. <laughs> let me just let me stay real, like. Let me just, you know, again, keep my energy, <laughs> keep my circle <laughs> positive. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, they're all in blackface. That was the thing that yes. hit me. They were all, all on they Zoe Even shit. Even the ones that were dark skinned, I'm pretty sure had blackface. Me too. And I was like, <laughs> I had to rewind it. There's so many times I had to rewind this movie because I was like, bitch, wait. A minute and I watched it because I, like, I saw the jacket and I was like I get the jacket and Bobby goes into the audition for like the role because he's still auditioning for like I think it's like Drive Time Jimmy's Revenge I think that's the name of the movie and he's going in and he's doing like his Eddie Murphy and he's doing like the I can't do it but he's doing like the Eddie Murphy laugh and like uh-huh. trying to he impress was trying them. Not to. He was like trying to like I felt like he was worried that he was turning into Eddie Murphy. Oh he was yes, like doing it. But then he he called he like covered his mouth up. He's like I don't want to be Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah, that's you're correct. It was like the rest of them were like hell the yeah, clumps, Eddie like when. When Buddy Love is being Buddy Love and Sherman is threatening to come out. It's like that. Yes. Reference. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what that was. That is exactly what that was. Oh, Sherman. 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 Wasn't um, Buddy Love like the evil, like the Stefan of the situation or some shit? Yes. 
<laughs> I'm glad you knew what I meant. <laughs> I'm glad you knew what I meant. <laughs> I know exactly what you meant. You are correct. <laughs> Buddy was Love Janet. was the stuff on. Was she in the second one, right? Yes. Janet Jackson was in the second one. And Jada was, was in the first. The first one. Okay. And I remember Dave Chappelle was in there because he was clowning. I remember. Mm-hmm. I yes. Okay. See, I'm. I you know you know. Mm-hmm. You got it. You seen enough. You know. I've seen things. I haven't seen everything, but you know, I'm I'm here. I'm still. You seen enough. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Brittany's gonna be like, watch Raw tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> or else don't speak to me. <laughs> oh, it's on YouTube actually. Uh, it might still be on Netflix too. I'm not. I'm honestly not encouraging anybody to watch '80s comedy specials. No, I mean, into no, 2020 no. is no. Yeah, no. Although apparently everybody got mad at him. Like, I guess somebody asked him about like how he felt his like comedy aged or whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, I was a piece of shit." Yeah. I mean, I'm. And, that's and something. People were mad about that, and I'm like, "Why should he? Why should people be like mad about him? Like, the man's almost in his sixties. Like, I would hope he would. Uh, <laughs> I would hope he would kind of be like, yeah, like I was just a really raggedy piece of shit back then." <laughs> okay, Delirious is the red suit, and Raw is the wait the purple one. Raw's the purple suit. Yes, Raw's the purple suit. I recognize that one. That's why I thought it was so close. But I guess, I don't know if he had wore this outfit, like this black jacket somewhere else. Because I was like, this is very specific and like very close to Raw. And that's why I was wondering, I was like, were they already working on Raw at the time? Hmm, they could have been. Or was it after? You know what I mean? Because it was very, mm-hmm. it's very, very close. Um, But yeah, the blackface is what sent me like... Cause I don't really think of Eddie Murphy as someone that you need to put blackface on to, to like to, I mean you don't need to put blackface on for any reason. But like I wouldn't think of Eddie Murphy being the first person that you kind of like be like, yeah, I'm Eddie Murphy. And like, like there, like it was like even the dark skin actors are putting on blackface. Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> Please don't put on blackface for any reason. Yeah, it's don't do blackface, y'all. It's not necessary. We know who the fuck you're supposed to be. Like, you don't have to. It would actually be better if you didn't, because I would probably catch who the fuck you are faster. Because half the time a blackface is on, like, it just it's just a blatant disregard for anything that's like, like, you think we all look that color? Palms, too? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> That's so weird to me to be like, what do you like? How do you perceive things? That's such an odd. Cause I've never like looked at my hand and looked at everybody else's hand. Like, yes, you have black. Nobody has black palms. Mm. That's like a beauty thing. If you're not into like beauty, the beauty industry, they have a really hard time of Photoshopping <laughs> people. Oh, ooh, shit. And, and it's always a black palm. I'm like, you know, that doesn't go there. Like, did you know that doesn't go there? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, 
What was the other one I wanted to talk about? Oh, where they come to his house and they call him a coon. <laughs> he, oh. He, there's a whole big thing about him. He didn't want to pick. So he was, he wanted to pick the role, but then like his grandmother was disappointed in him. Like he, you know, cause it's a bad influence on the kids. And of course, like if they see gangsters in movies, they want to be a gangster. Um, and his mom was like, well, it's a job. Like, you know, he wants to work. And so, um, he's like conflicted about it because she's disappointed him and he takes the role and he imagines that everybody's disowned him. His grandma's like, I don't have a grandson. <laughs> and his brother was like, I, oh, his brother is turning into like, um, one of the characters that he's supposed to play. Oh, really? I think I missed that part. Or, Yes, I think that's part of the fantasy too. Or was that the one where he's like, "Oh, I don't know him. I've I've never had a brother." I think that was what I remember him talking because the reporters were all up in his business, and he's like, "I don't have a brother." And then I mean, it, there are lots of a lot of stuff happened in that scene too because it's, it's just full till chaos. There's like a a, a little protest <laughs> going on in front of his house. Paul Mooney is there. I didn't realize Paul Mooney was supposed to be the head of the NAACP. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't know why, but that sends me. <laughs> that sends me. <laughs> Would the NAACP even like Paul Moody to be <laughs> to be in that position? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I like that. That's not the first person I would go to. Man, I miss Chappelle's show so much. <laughs> I would, like, Dave Chappelle is absolute trash right now. Like, oh, God, didn't yeah. did not expect, I, I didn't expect that turn. Or maybe I should have expected that turn. I mean, everybody I don't know. you eventually. I don't know, but. But we're talking about, like, you know, golden age of Chappelle's show, which is, like, the original run before white people <laughs> ruined it. Yeah. Um, with their bullshit. And uh yeah, and Paul Mooney was Negro Domus. <laughs> and <laughs> They gonna make a movie called Last Nigga on Earth starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it Tom Hanks? I forgot. No, Last Nigga on Earth starring Tom Hanks. That's what it oh, was. Oh, no! Last nigga on Earth starred Tom Hanks because the last Samurai starred Tom Cruise. That's what, the, I mean, that's what it was. There's levels to that joke. There's levels to that joke now. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> that is there. Negro Domus. That was a Negro Domus joke. That, that was Negro Domus. That was Negro Domus. Um, some very, very um, next level jokes because <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently Tom Hanks is somewhere down the line black to somebody. <laughs> Did they have like a black ancestor? I don't know. We got to ask that lady who got real weird about Beyonce's 
ancestry. Like, bitch, that was weird, ma'am. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't want to see gonna... that shit. Why you got to throw it about Beyonce's DNA, like, 123DNA, Ancestry.com shit. Like, mm-mm. 123DNA. <laughs> Uh, um yeah he's supposed to be the head of the NAACP um I think um um John Witherspoon comes over there with his little rinky dinky dog hat he's talking about after the rally come eat a rinky dinky dog um (laughs) I think they they um they call them all kinds of like slurs and stuff, but it's all black people too. That's where the slurs came from. And I was like, wait, I have not heard of some of these. Like, these are like the locked in the vault slurs. They locked in the Disney vault? <laughs> they only free when they release their original cut of Dumbo. Oh no. When they release okay. Song of the South, that's when you get them slurs. <laughs> I feel like the Disney Corporation has destroyed every version that they can. <laughs> I'm talking this out. Who did it? I'm not gonna tell that story. Oh, I'm not gonna We're tell. already here. Don't do like, it. Just tell. When it. I was younger, like my cut, like you know, they had them Disney sing along shits, and they used to put zippity doodah on a lot of them. And my cousin was really into it and she used to be like zippity doo and it would be like the original zippity doodah from song of the south and i would see uncle remus and i would be like what the fuck is this like i had ne- like obviously it's the early 90s so i wouldn't have seen like song of the south but seeing uncle remus singing with these little white kids i would be like in a rabbit Briar Rabbit, like, I would be like, what is this? Like, this doesn't seem right. Yeah, and I would be like, sets off alarm bells in your head. I was like, I've never Yo. seen it. I've just seen, um, yeah, I, I've just I, seen. I would kind pictures. of be like, Yo, you gotta, you gotta stop singing this shit. You gotta stop singing this shit. I don't and even know, my, like, what's the, what's the deal with that song? That's not the same um, song that I be singing, but I'm sure it's Scott. <laughs> I don't know the context of the entire song, like how it fits into the movie, but I remember. Ah, did you know that it won the Academy Award for Best Original Song? Oh my God. And then, like, my cousin also had the book. Oh and she, it's a book, like, it's a Disney book about um, the, the tales of, like, the Briar Patch with, like, um, Briar Rabbit, Briar Fox, and then they had a little story about the fucking Tar Baby, and I was like, reading this as a little kid, like, again, being like, this is not right. I was like, this is not right. Like, this is not right. And I was like, hey, why y'all got this? So then, me and my parents had a, a, a conversation about racism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I guess it was the original song made for. Also, y'all, y'all Disney heads that are really into Splash Mountain, y'all know that's where that shit come from, right? What? Yeah, song like Briar Rabbit, Briar Fox, they're on fucking Splash Mountain. 
Like, oh. that Song of the South is connected to Splash Mountain. Like, that's that's Splash Mountain. Like, that's, that's Splash the shit. Splash is the best ride at the damn park. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> like, when Funko released, like, Splash Mountain Pops, it was like Briar Fox and Briar Rabbit. Like, that's what that was. Okay, yeah. Apparently, the song was influenced by a chorus from the pre-Civil War song, Zip Coon. <laughs> and a turkey in the straw variation. I, this is too much. Okay, I don't even know the whole everything about Briar Patch, Briar Fox. Like, this is too much for me. I don't know why they just can't, you know... So, Can't you keep the slurs streamlined? This is too much. I can't keep track of all this shit. What are y'all calling me? So, guys, if you, you just learned a lesson here from me being like a very inquisitive six-year-old. So, there you go. Well, I mean, I need to watch this on YouTube, actually, if you really want to, you know get into the fucker situation it won't be me but um yeah yeah splash mountain is racist dang it Brittany! that's the best <laughs> ride at the bitch that's the thing that's the best ride it's like a legit ride because space mountain is some bullshit because all it is is you going up high and then going around in a circle in the dark like you're not actually it's not a roller coaster by any means but splash mountain is actually like a like a, we'll toss you out this bitch <laughs> <laughs> you can't really not at disney world that often it's not six flags <laughs> it's okay i can't afford to go to disney world anymore anyway <laughs> it's like it's like 150 dollars a day or something mm. um it's very expensive to go there so uh um but yeah, what was it? There was yeah, I liked. I don't know why. Also, too, like there's been a lot of Doctor Umar content that has just like. <laughs> Please don't be radicalized by Doctor Umar. Um, I only uh, mention him for laughter, not for any sort of real, um, hotep knowledge. I don't want any of that. Y'all shouldn't want that either. Um, but yeah, the coon chip. That should be sending me. <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody's calling him a coon and stuff. And then like his girlfriend, they ask him like, how you do it? Like, how do you feel about him taking this role? And she's like, I'm fine with it. And then it suddenly becomes she's not fine with it. And then um, he goes to the set and like, I don't even know. Again, the lines that they had him. He was like, I miss him. <laughs> <laughs> like his friend dies like I think that's the whole thing like somebody's been murdered like one of his fellow pimps and he's in this wig and I guess his grandma or like um I don't know if his whole family was there but I know his grandma was there and she was looking like I'm just disappointed in you like this is ridiculous and then he starts to feel bad and he was like honestly I'm just not gonna do it and so he like quits um mm-hmm. in the middle of shooting I've looked <laughs> I also liked it when that one dude was like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, I wouldn't take that role, but good for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, if that's what you want to do. I mean, if you like it, I love it. (laughs) Cute for you. Cute for you. (laughs) It's like, not I. Um, But he, yeah, he just feels like really overwhelmingly guilty. And, um... He doesn't do it, but then he ends up getting, like, a commercial. He ends up being a 
playing like a postal service worker. Because he says there's always jobs at the post office. Boom. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Now, if that's it, true still, I don't know. <laughs> then he got a job at the post office. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And a commercial. Yeah. Yeah, that one turns into like a commercial. So, yeah. But that's like the end. Um, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Oh, God, the Eddie Murphy thing. Lord, help me. <laughs> but I think you said in the you said in our last episode that, like, this had an influence. Like, Eddie Murphy's story had influence on this. So, like, Eddie Murphy, like, him being compared to Eddie Murphy is in this film. And then he went later on to direct for Eddie Murphy um, one of yeah. his comedy specials. Yeah. And he... He told a story about like how he had to negotiate as a director the amount of curse words you can legally say in a film. For Which Ron? was Yeah. Oh. I and I was so it wasn't like an X. I was like, okay, that's like it was a fun it was a really I forgot what I was watching with I feel like I was watching what was I watching? It was a show on YouTube that's really... In, not YouTube, sorry, Netflix. Um, That I forgot the name of it. It's like one of those quick documentary shows that they have, docuseries they have on there from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But it was really interesting. I really like enjoyed it. But I gotta just tell y'all a few more films that this Aquarian legend has directed. So y'all can look okay. into it for yourselves, okay? Um, so he has directed one of my favorites, um, The Five Heartbeats, where he's also played a role, you know. Um, yeah, so I like it's not a real group. It's not a real put group. That out there. It's based on a real group. Remember that. We gotta mm-hmm. like remember that as a as a as a community every I don't know, six months or so. Um, Love is a house. Um he also directed like Meteor Man, Baps, which contains Holly, one of Holly Berry's best roles, in my opinion. Um, Jackie's back, you know, celebrate Jackie Washington Day. Also, Holiday Heart, another classic film. Mm. And there's also Carmen, like a hip hopera, um, which is also a film Can that is movie length. Oh, yeah, Little. Little Richard starring Wait, Lena Wait, is it the Little Richard that we all watched as, what, the a, ones, as a family? The one starring Leon, right? Let me go do my Googles. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember this coming on because I was like in sixth grade and we all watched it. And then we all came to school talking about it. <laughs> Pre-Twitter, we all were talking about something. It was the same with that damn uh, Michael Jackson movie, too. Mm-hmm. I don't recognize some of these other movies after a Carmen a Hip Opera, which I'm trying to convince Brittany to let us do. We will, act, so we don't know. Continue to negotiate on <laughs> that one. Yes, she doesn't want to be pulled up on the summer jam screen. <laughs> <laughs> we will continue to negotiate. Nobody wants to be this you on that one. Um, so that's like it on Hollywood Shuffle. Would you oh, recommend? No, we didn't talk, what? Before we talk about recommendations, we didn't talk about that little dance number at the end. 
Oh. I just remember the white guy in the movie. Apparently he was the writer of like the the fictional movie, which was Jive Times Jimmy Revenge. He said that everything he knew about black people he learned from watching movies and television. And like shit, you could tell. But then y'all just be making up shit. <laughs> like I don't know how that works. Um Okay. I didn't catch all the things. I forgot there's a dance number. But yeah, no, I was about recommendations. Um, yeah, I mean, aside from like some flaws, I think this is still a very relevant um, film in terms of subject matter, um, like roadblocks and stuff. Because you can listen to any interview with any like well-established like black actor or actress more of the actresses. I feel like the actresses are way more forthcoming with all the bullshit um, that happens in Hollywood. Um, that, like, I mean, shit is still rough out there. You still gotta be playing, like, the same sort of roles. Um, like, I mean, we got, like, Oscar winner Viola Davis, who says she regrets being in the help, which, I mean, I won't be watching it, but, like, I know people who've seen it, and, um, yeah. Um, and then you got others, like, I, I was actually really disappointed when, like, Alfred Woodard said the thing about, like, picking what kind of roles you want to be in, like, do you want to be in the Bootylicious role, or whatever the hell she said. Bootylicious <laughs> part two. Yeah, and I was like, Alfred. Alfred, you had some Bootylicious roles yourself, honestly, ma'am, so. And that's not your fault, Alfrey. Like, nobody's faulting you for that. But, like, why would you shit on that, too? Like, if you don't have the choice, maybe? Like, that was very disappointing. And Alfrey's been in, like, every goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Her television credits are long. Very long. So, um, I know there's been some... some I mean, we just talked about Holiday Heart. Brittany and Davlin had me watching that shit, y'all. And I, it, I love that movie. I need you to. I love Bootylicious Part Two, so it's fine. I need you. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not joking. Like I genuinely love Holiday Heart. Like that's not a joke. Like that's not I, what she said earlier about liking really bad movies. I, I think of it as art. Um, I love it. It. Yeah. She got the bite. So, oh my God! But um, I love yeah, it. so there's like a lot. Um, there's a lot here, like that. I mean, I feel like there could be more of these things because you know what's so annoying is that every like I like looked up some stuff about this movie, and every single article I looked up that was like like present day or may like you know in the last like few years or so about the movie like it's like anniversary or whatever every single one of them reference get out every single one of them what like it was like they were comparing the two what I'm like, how do you compare the two for like how you shuffle and get out girl i okay so again i know i've gone on range. i've gone on record as saying i don't really like get out i watched get out yesterday um Again, I rewatched it yesterday with my dad. That was the first time he watched it. Mm -hmm. um, and he liked it, I guess, for what it was worth. Um, 
and I watched this to like I watched it yesterday and I watched it again. I watched Hollywood Shuffle today and mm-hmm. I now that you mention like comparisons, like I don't I can see like some of the things that they're talking about in this film, like some of the things that they're mentioning in terms of like the acting. Right. But like, meh, okay, girl. Meh. Yeah, it just seems to have, like, you know, I mean, I don't know if there's a lot of movies like this that talk about race like this. Um, I mean, because I don't really think that's like necessarily our, I don't feel like that should be have to be our, like, our responsibility. Um, even if it is like very like, it might not even be like, t- like a discussion more than just like, this is just like uh, what we go through. Like, it's not really, I mean, not even might it might not even be like something like kind of like start the conversation or whatever. It's like, it's just like, I mean, should like this be happening. And so, um, and so, yeah, I was kind of very like annoyed by that, but I think like this is still, um, fairly interesting. I, I mean, just the range of like different cutaways, <laughs> And satire, I think this is, like, a really, really smart satire for um, for it being someone's first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he nailed you, it. You don't get this too much. Any, you don't get this at all? You usually don't get good satire in general. Mm-mm. So, because people have you, very, very fucked up versions of satire. <laughs> and I, I love... I, I love I love movies like this a little. I love it. I love it. So naturally, I recommend this. Obviously. obviously. Yeah, I mean, you've said you've seen it since the dawn of time. But what would you mm-hmm. recommend in like, like, as a pairing? Um. See what I was gonna recommend. What I was gonna recommend. I don't know if I can do it at a hundred percent. Because I haven't watched it in a while, and I don't want y'all watching it and be like, "Bitch!" But what are you gonna say? Gonna say? Tell us. Some some movies to just consider, just to think about, because they are going to like this is a movie that is satirizing um, the acting process in black film, but we have other movies that are parodying or satirizing like. Um, genre films that are black films so some that i'm thinking of would be i'm gonna get you sucker mm-hmm. which is a black exploitation and then we have don't be a menace of south central while drinking your juice in the hood I um watched that in so long which i can't tell you exactly what happens in that movie in the right now because I haven't seen it in a minute and honestly what I'm thinking of right now is when Sean poured <laughs> Kool-Aid on that lady I just remember in the kitchen doing the, I just remember the thing the, them doing the thing from um, oh god what's the what's the, the drive-by shooting that's the only part I remember oh so those like I can't give you what movie was that 
Um, not um uh 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 not not oh Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. So like, with one, don't be a menace. It is like juice. Of a lot of movies. Juice. Um, Boys in the Hood. Um, dang, what's the rest of those kind of movies? Okay, I got it. I got Juice, Jungle Fever, South Central, Higher Learning, Do the Right Thing, Poetic Justice, New Jack City, Dead Presidents, Friday, and uh, but ma- mainly it's Boys in the Hood, Minutes to Society, and Above the Rim. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've which, ever seen Above the Rim. But which... I've seen Boys in the Hood, Minutes to Society. Girl, Lorenz Tate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Lorenz Tate was cooking. um yeah but they i mean the way is kind of specialized in this kind of stuff Uh uh-huh and honestly which again i don't know it definitely does not age well does not age well a lot of their movies do not age they don't age well they don't age well (laughs) um again prolific but shit (laughs) so damn they a lot of time like for me like when I think of Don't Be a Menace, they do have messages in them. And then like mm-hmm. Keenan Ivory Wayne, so he pop up, be like, message. Um that's my <laughs> brain when I'm watching movies a lot. <laughs> Cause oh when God. the themes of the movie pop out, Keenan Ivory Wayne is in my head going, message. So oh <laughs> those are kind of movies and also um yeah, so those would be like some movies to consider now. Don't be like, bitch, I watched this movie and it was so offensive. And it's like, I, I kind of warned you about that because I haven't seen it in a while. But those are movies that are parodying genre film. Kind of I mean, like, similar to. His name Daishiki. So, like, take it with a grain of salt, y'all. <laughs> oh my God, I just thought about these freaks getting nasty on the dance floor and they are on the dance floor okay (laughs) (laughs) oh lord (laughs) (laughs) so okay so more than movies coming back for me so you know watch at your own risk you know yeah i didn't tell y'all i'm raggedy so i haven't seen this movie y'all know so y'all know yeah, um, I don't really have anything to like recommend, like in comparison or like in like you should watch. Um, with this, uh, the same like couple movies keep coming up when I when I'm like googling. Um, but I'm not going to suggest them. <laughs> but if you want to. to further, like if you want to watch more films by Aquarian legend Robert Townsend then I would recommend The Five Heartbeats. Like, that's a film that is worth watching. And then you get to experience Eddie King Jr. And you will find out how it feels to be him. You know what? I want to know, like, um, did people think that this was a real group? Because this that's came all... out around the same time as as Jackson's The American Dream? American, Maybe. American Dream. Because everybody thinks this is a real group. Also, the song really good. Like, it sounds like a real song. I mean, it's supposed to be based off, like, The Temptations and, like, The Four Tops and, and you know, all those kind of, um, all those types of groups. 
Because this is supposed to be like a Motown. Yeah, like a Motown inspired thing. Like, I mean, I guess you could see, like, you could easily think that this was, um, Love is a house. Yeah. Is this when we get, I know by coming to see you, Otis, is this the one? No, this is um, Eddie King Jr. He take off his little shirt. He's having all his vest, ready to rejoin the group. Be like, how does it feel to be me? Good, y'all need to watch this movie. Y'all need to watch it. You think of the Temptations movie? That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. (laughs) And that's nobody come to see you, Otis. Talking about Otis Ray. (laughs) He was pressed. And nobody was coming to see Otis. <laughs> he was impressed, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've seen the five heartbeats once upon a time. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Robert Townsend's got, like we mentioned, he's got a lot of a lot of movies. Um, of varying things. I didn't know he had made that Natalie Cole story too. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn, bruh. Um, yeah, but I don't have one. Um, some movies are coming up. I just don't feel like I should suggest. <laughs> 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 and Brittany would beat my ass if I suggested it. I'm not gonna suggest it because I've actually never seen this movie. So we can just What is the movie? Because now I'm like it's a Spike Lee movie, so we're just gonna keep it moving. Uh- <laughs> We gotta keep it moving. Is it bamboozle? <laughs> it's bamboozle. Um, it is bamboozle. If when I was thirteen years old, depending on the year it came out, I was probably like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I would have said, you know what? A wide range. Of- <laughs> you know oh, what? Black queens and kings. You know what? Black kings and queens. We all need to watch bamboozled and be enlightened. Oh, when so, you were a hotep? Yes. So I mean. Just looking at the the Google images of this, I don't think I can sit here and like actually watch it. You know what? Black kings and queens. Bamboozle, it could work. I mean, it is a satire and it is about network television. I've never seen this movie. So I'm like, it also features a Wayans. It got Damon Wayans in it. Does it? Oh, okay. Yeah, it got Savion Glover, got Jada Pinkett. It also unfortunately has Michael Rappaport. Oh, that motherfucker. (laughs) <laughs> it's actually got a lot of people I I recognize. Um, it has blackface. It. it has Tracy Morgan in that show too. I've seen that movie a lot. Yeah, there's a few people. There's more than a few people that I I recognize, but I have never seen this movie. And just looking at the the um the um the, the Google images, I just I don't like. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot of imagery. Yeah, it's I'm sure it's done like that on purpose. A lot, but it's like, a lot. You know, it it could work. Of, not to be like you know positive vibes only over here, but like there's only so much I can take and deal with right now. <laughs> and the blackface in that is like we are burning corks, y'all. We burning <laughs> corks. This is like straight up like, and this is on the Criterion Channel. Did you know that? Or at least uh, it's on the Criterion. It's been added to Criterion. Criterion collection, yeah. And I was like, now what are we doing here? <laughs> They're adding more black films to their collection. <laughs> yeah, that was very interesting. Um, if y'all don't know, Criterion actually opened up um, 
there. There's cotton on. There's a cotton plant on the front cover. Okay, there. Um, and this person looks like Dick Van Dyke. I can't. That might be Damon, but oh my god, I can't. Or no, that might be Tommy Davidson. You know, I gotta let's exit this tab. It's causing me distress. Um, but apparently, Criterion has lowered their paywall on like a number of black films. Now, what films those all are, I don't actually have that list. Um, but I mean, apparently, there's more than a few movies on there. I don't know how long it's going to last. Um, so I guess take advantage. Also, somebody asked, somebody went on their LinkedIn and they're like, um, only two of your 47 employees are black. So do with that what you will. <laughs> oh, wow. I've always wanted to design a Criterion cover. Ooh. But, they, but it's like, I think they do like freelancers. Mm. So like, there's not a whole lot of designers that work for them. I actually follow one of the designers or art directors that works for them. Mm. Um, so yeah, but um, but aside from that, um, like our next movie, of course, is going to be Dolomite is My Name, which should be interesting because this is going to take everything that Robert was like, hell no, nah, um, and actually put it front and center. Yeah. So that should be quite interesting. To Fun see. times. Um, apparently, like this was really. I don't know why I was like so like okay. I don't know. Maybe I was just like having a depression moment. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've watched. I don't know. Sometimes I'll be putting on a movie. And I'm like, actually, I'm not really in the mood for this, but I'm gonna keep watching it, and that doesn't really help anybody. So, um, but yeah, this should be very interesting. I don't really know. Um, I don't really have a lot of backstory quite yet about the whole thing other than like Rudy Ray Moore was like influential. We talked about this like in our, in our Dolomite episode, but like he was super influential to like a number of comedians, um, rappers, rappers, all of it. So, um, yeah, we should see how this is going to turn out. And that movie is on Netflix. That's a Netflix original. So you can watch that any old time. I don't know where you can watch Hollywood Shuffle. It's right now still on Amazon. Well, damn. And I've sit there and sat there and rented it. <laughs> it was on Amazon Prime. What the fuck? Oh, you have the... No, but I don't have that. I you don't either. Bra- you don't have brown sugar? No, it was free on Prime. Oh, mine, mine says it's not free. Oh, okay. So you might still have brown sugar, but you might want to double check. <laughs> <laughs> you really might have done a double check. Um, yeah. Why did I just think of when, you know, side note, speaking of um, of Song of the South, that was forever. Dolomite is on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Well, watch that. But um, yeah, speaking of that, I just remembered, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Melissa Joan Hart, girl, what were you talking about? And <laughs> that don't, please. Don't talk about the first interracial couple, fucking Why did Shirley Temple. So if you don't know, most of the John Hart I posted, um, I guess this is for Blackout Tuesday, girl, chaos. Um, she had posted about, you know, 
watching what the fuck was that movie called? I don't even know, but it's the one with like um, Shirley Temple and um, I don't even know this actor's like legit name because I am not calling him Bojangles. I just do not feel comfortable doing that. Um, but she called them like the first interracial couple. I guess if they had danced on screen, like they weren't supposed to touch each other. Like it was that type of racism. <laughs> And, like, she grabbed his hand anyway, but also she's a fucking child. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if, like, she's like, I don't give a shit. Like, you know, like, how children be. But, yeah, why would, don't do that no more, y'all. I think we're probably over that hump. I'm pretty sure everybody's going to be like, all right, we solved racism in a week, um, so we're, we're done. But um, please don't. Uh, it was a while. It's, it's been a wild, wild time right now. It's been a wild two weeks, man. It has been a while, two weeks. I just, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and, you know, and this is like, how long have I been on this planet? 50 years? Uh, Ooh, today, child. I think you, could, you, you decided 50 years before I've heard 47, you know? And you know what? I felt every 400 years of oppression, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Girl, try try working in advertising in this time. It's a very interesting. <laughs> every very every interesting. every email you got is like shit, shit, shit. How do we say we're with the blacks but politely? So many Zoom meetings have gone left. Who <laughs> uh, chow? So, um, yeah, um, racism is not solved. Um, we still gonna have our foot in y'all's. Um, and we're gonna dismantle this shit. I don't know. It's gonna take forever. I probably won't see the end of this shit in my lifetime. But just know, it's not over with. Just because you posted a black square on Instagram doesn't mean shit to me. <laughs> and I have not actually been on Instagram that long. <laughs> and actually, I have not been on Instagram in a while. But um, I just have a feeling that you know, I feel like I can spot the ones who posted a black square. I need to go in and unfollow some people. Hmm. 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 Um, but yeah, so, uh, um, you know, stressful times and history aside, um, definitely go watch this if you can, um, you know, take some time, watch a movie, decompress. Mm-hmm. And what I like to do, like, since we're talking about decompressing, mm-hmm. um, what I have been doing because uh, your girl be stressed. Um, <laughs> yeah, just be stressed. Um, I have been listening to a podcast that I really, really enjoy. It's a really quick listen. I, I love it. Um, it is hosted by one of our friends, friends of podcast. Her name is Lindsay. Her voice is so soothing and common. Um, every, every, episode is really really brief they're just just quick quick little little positive vibes i, I guess that's how i would just dis, um describe them but her not podcast is way. not in, yeah not, not like we be talking about people <laughs> yeah not like that way um yeah and you know if i'm calling them positive vibes and not sarcastically they're vibes. legitimate positive vibes. Um, vibes and, and vibes. <laughs> um, and her podcast is called The Chocolate Hippie. And we'll mm-hmm. make sure it's a link in the description. Um, 
I've been listening yes. to it. Like her voice genu- genuinely makes me calmer and makes me feel like in a better headspace. And I've really been enjoying the content that she has been creating over the last couple months. So if you guys want to just take a couple minutes and check out her show, it's been worth it. And you guys should check it out. Yes. Yes. I love Libby. Um, she's very, very soothing, very great to talk to. Um, this is the exact opposite of our show because her episodes are, I think her longest episode is probably like 20 minutes and usually yes. her episodes hover around like the 10 minute range. So, um, but yeah, she's, um, definitely, um, on her wellness thing, but like in a, uh, a genuine way. Um, she's not like a, I'm an empath type of person. Um, you know, the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I definitely also highly recommend listening to her, um, her podcast. She's available, um, a lot of places, but yeah, that's the chocolate hippie, chocolate, like chocolate bar, hippie, like peace and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll make sure there are links. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, anything else that we want to talk about? No, I don't think so. Um, I'm dead at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, I do have one more thing, um, guys. Yeah. If like if you're protesting, like I said earlier in the show, we're really proud of you. If you're donating, we're proud of you um, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're doing your part. Just yeah, thank you and guys. Even if you're not protesting, if you can't donate, if you're still getting the word out there. Um, if you're talking to your family members, I highly suggest that because like even just talking to my mama has been quite interesting because she is anti property destroying and I'm like, girl, who cares? (laughs) Um, so yeah, everybody can contribute in more than one way. You don't have to go out there. Um, especially like if people are getting, you know, losing eyes and shit and getting shoved on the ground. So, um, Definitely make sure you prioritize your safety, but don't forget to, um, you know, this shit ain't going to be over in a week or two weeks. It's going to be a wild ass summer. I know that much. So, um, yeah, definitely take time because you need to be, um, in the shit mentally. And if you're not mentally, um, if you're not taking care of yourself mentally, then everything else will probably fall apart. (laughs) So definitely, you know, take some time, you know, step away from the screen if you have to. I know it's hard for me to do that. Um, yeah, just just try to take care of yourself, okay, guys? Yeah. Yeah. We need and y'all as- to be around to listen to us talk about movies. What the fuck? Yeah. Just take care of yourself. We love you guys. Yeah. And as Absolutely. always, thank you guys for listening. Um, you can find us um, on Twitter at BLK Girl Film Club. We're also on Instagram at Black Girl Film Club. Um, you can find the podcast at Spotify, um, iTunes, and SoundCloud, SoundCloud at mm-hmm. Black Girl Film Club. Um, if you have like any suggestions or want to contact us, you can email us at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com or check us out at blackgirlfilmclub.com. All right. So, this is another episode down. I know. We're about to come up on 50, bitch. Woo! We out here. Oh, my God. We are out here. Um, okay. If there's nothing else, then... Bye, you guys. Bye.